Thank you for joining me today on my podcast. Today I want to take a look at grace. I'll be right back. Grace. Unmerited favor. You get something that you don't deserve. Receiving a gift that you don't deserve. Receiving help you don't deserve. The love and appreciation comes your way with nothing in return. With no, without God asking you for nothing in return. It is His grace. His grace comes to you free. All you got to do is make yourself available to receive it. Ephesians 2.8 says, For grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them, that we should live in them by his grace. God's grace comes to you free. Many people tell you you got to work at salvation. You got to work. Work comes after you are saved. Work is not a means to salvation. Works are a byproduct after you have received the grace of our Lord and Savior. I look at my life and I can see the grace of God through every step of my life from the time I was a, a child up until now. His hand has been there every step of the way. And you can say the same thing. Now, I, I will tell you more about God's grace in the coming episodes when I give my testimony. You will see how good God has been to me. Many of you can say, God has been good to me. Many of you said, I don't want to wake up this morning. I don't want to go to work. I'm tired, but God's grace gives you the strength to do so. I can say that from experience. I don't want to go to work now, but I know I got to, I have to go to work. But it's the grace of God that gives me what I need, the strength that I need to keep going on. Many times I was sick. God's healing power get, helped me, gave me the strength to make it. Many times I didn't, I wasn't healed, but I went to work anyway. I got up anyway. Things need to be done. Bills have to be paid. Thank you, Father God, for your grace. And you can look back in your life. And you see how good God been. 
how he brought you through. You didn't do it. God did it. He may have gave you the means to do it, but it wasn't you. It was God. Grace also. Grace is also when you have difficult people in your life that you know you should love, that you know you have to deal with. Grace is also difficult situations in your life. I can't do this. I can't do this alone. I need help. That's God stepping in when you call upon him and giving you the grace to make it. When I first, when I first got saved, I thought, I thought I had to keep on working. I thought I had to keep busy doing things. But I realized, no, I'm doing things because I receive his grace. I don't do it to get his grace. I know I'm repeating myself, but I, I just want to drive that home. That his grace is free. Now, I'm not a grace preacher. I don't say grace, grace. All you got to do is have grace and you can do whatever you want to do. That's not me. I believe in holiness. Yes, you receive grace. Grace and holiness goes together. You can't have one without the other. You got to live right. You can't do anything that you want to do and just say, I'm saved and that's it. No, sir. You got to have a clean life. There's some of my residents. I asked them, how are you? Why are you so blessed? And they said to me, clean living. That's wonderful. Clean living. Living according to the scriptures. That particular person uh, wasn't a preacher. He just said, I love the Lord. I don't hear nobody say that anymore. It's always a me, me, me gospel being preached. Testimony. I'm in my season. That's all I would ever hear now. I'm going to do a series on his lordship, the lordship of Christ. That's missing today in preaching. In teaching. The lordship. He's lord. His grace has given me the power and the strength to be a servant. But he's my Lord. There was a song that says, Grace, grace. God's grace. Grace that will part it and cleanse within. 
I know what it, a, another way I could say grace. You go to court. The judge says guilty. Jesus steps in and says, he asked me to forgive him. My blood has covered him. And the judge set you free. Or you go before your sentence hearing. And they say, you did it. You're guilty. But we're letting you go. We're wiping the slate clean. I look back over my life and I can say, yeah, I did it. I did it. He forgave me. You can say you did it. That's right. You did it. And he forgave you. And he cleansed you. In the same way, we can't hold any kind of grudgery against anyone. Look at the woman who was caught in adultery. Jesus said to the crowd, let him who haven't committed sin, I'm paraphrasing, let him who haven't committed sin cast the first stone. And they left from the youngest to the eldest. See, the older you get, the more you realize that you shouldn't be throwing stones at anyone. But Jesus looked at her and said, no, no, she said, where are my accusers? He looked at her and said, go your way and sin no more. He didn't just say, it's all good, which it was. But he said, go and sin no more. He never said, see, they do it. It was his grace. He said, you did it, but you can go. The slate is clean. And I say that not in a negative. You should rejoice knowing that you are now standing clean before the Father because you have a life in Christ. If you've been born again, Christ is our life. God, the Father, declares that you be perfect, but you can't be perfect. But Jesus Christ is perfect. And if he is in you, and when the Father looks down and see Christ in you, he see perfection. If you're living and walking right in Christ. Now, as a caregiver, I know that I can't be perfect. I know that my life uh, should reflect Christ in how I deal with people. 
I can't look back at their life and say, well, I can't take care of you because you've done this. Let me give you an example. Years ago, uh, they, sh uh, they told us a little too much about a person. They said that he was the imperial wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Some people did not want to get him the proper care. This was years ago. This is not the group I work with now. But I did. By the grace of God, I did. He used the N-word a lot. But I still did it. I love him. By the time he was over, you know, his family came by, apologized. Cause, but that's okay. Grace was, I can't hold that against him. Because my job is to take care of that person. I know I'm not the greatest speaker in the world. But grace taught me that, that at that moment, my duty is not to punish him, but to love him. Many, many people I've seen, many residents, had bad pasts, did bad things in their past. I wish people wouldn't say, tell me. I don't want to hear it. But that's not my job. My job is to take care of them. Grace says my job is to love them, to be, for, be there for them. What they did in the past is between them and God. What's going on right now between me and them? My job, I'm here for them. That's what I do. I take care of them. I love them. See, when you get that frame of mind, you are now living the abundant life. The abundant life is not how much money I can get. It's not how many cars I can drive. The abundant life is being in Christ knowing that I have received his grace, knowing that he's going to be there for me, knowing that when I'm in a fight, I can look over knowing that somebody is in my corner. He's in my corner. Because I, I put somebody else first. I put, that is what we are made for, caring for people. Because when I go to work, I leave all the carols I, ha I have at home, home. And I focus on taking care of these wonderful people. Some of them are gold people, golden people. Oh, some of them have wonderful lives, wonderful testimonies. I took her a lady who have, she was a member of what is um, she was over 100. That was several years ago. What is called the French Resistance. Wonderful testimony she can give you. A Christian. Another lady used to smuggle Bibles into Russia. Oh, you say you can do, uh, you can uh, be a Christian and open the church in Russia. Russia is not free. You don't know all the facts, what goes on in Russia. 
Not everybody had bad past, but everybody had trouble in their past, in their past. I guess I want what I'm trying to tell you is grace is the best, the only thing that is that you should be looking for. And not only that, when I keep my eyes on Jesus and receive his grace, my character, all the problems I have seem to shrink. I'm not going to say I'm a, I don't have any problems. Like I told you, I get tired sometimes. I don't feel like doing it. But when I look to his grace, he lifts me up and carries me. Now, I'm getting up. I'm going to work. And I'm praising his name. And he's going to give me the strength to make it through the day. Because I belong to him because of his grace. Heavenly Father, you are wonderful. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for for being there for me when I need you. You've always been there. You're always around. Thank you for touching my home. Thank you for touching my family. Thank you for touching my work. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for touching every minister out there. Thank you for touching every CNA who getting up this morning, going to work, have to go through the same thing to deal with stuff they don't want to deal with, but they do it because they love people. Thank you for every nurse. That's the same thing. Every caregiver who has to take care of mama, daddy, in their home, cousin, grandma, They do it. It's tough. It is hard. But they do it anyway. Thank you, Jesus, for them. Thank you for their life. Thank you for their commitment to their family members. And I pray for a blessing for them. And I ask that you will give them strength to do so. And the relief. Give them some relief. Help them to make it through the day. Lord Jesus, Thank you for those first responders who have to deal with stuff that nobody else sees. It's tough on them. I ask for a blessing for them. And Lord Jesus, hospice nurses and workers and CNA in the hospice. They can be the last person somebody see. Help them not to be cold-hearted. Help them to be joyful. It's a tough job. It's easy for me to say. But help them, Lord Jesus. Bless them. I ask that, Lord, because they are, like I said, they are the last person somebody's going to see. Bedside manner matters. Even to doctors, nurses. Grace can help them do so. 
I thank you, Lord Jesus, in that holy and precious name of Jesus Christ, my risen Savior. Amen.